now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. I'm just thinking about water temperatures on the la- inland lakes around 70, mm. and I expect Lake Superior is much colder. So <clears throat> come on, lakes, do your thing. <laughs> Hey, Russ Francisco joins us as we start out the frenzy on this Friday, the first day of September, Russ. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Pretty good. What would be the water temperature on Lake Superior in the harbor here? Or not in the harbor, you know, about 60? Well, it depends on where you are. You know, it's a yeah. big lake. So yeah. uh, in the corner, I would guess, uh, with with when we had the northeast wind the other day, it was yeah. probably in the high 60s. Yeah. Um, and then if you get out toward... Uh, the uh, like Lester River and stuff, they were in the 50s. And if you get way up the shore, it's still in the, you know, in the 40s. You know, but it's not as cold as you would think compared to the Inland Lakes. You would, you would think there'd be a 30 degree difference, but the Inland Lakes just didn't warm up this year, just not like they normally do. I think I remember one day where it, surface temp calm, it was calm, and about 80 degrees, and then uh, the next day it was back down to 70. So just stirred it up. Oh yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't know what it is this year. It just didn't they didn't warm up. We had plenty of sunshine. It yep. should have. Yep. Uh, it's been water's been warmer when it was in the sixties uh, and seventies all summer long, basically. And uh, just one of those years didn't absorb any. I don't know if it's because the weeds didn't come up early. Uh, uh, we have all kinds of theories, but nobody has an educated theory on it. But it just didn't warm up. Yeah, everybody could have a theory on that one. But where the where fishing was better. Yeah. Right. Fishing. It, have dog days. I mean, yeah. so for fishing, it was really good. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, and the, the, I guess I'm trying to think of the depths here. And uh, 18 feet was one that popped up. Might be 70 degrees up on the surface, 18 feet down below where the rocks are. We don't know what the temp is. No, we, you know, we have some buoys on Lake Superior, so we can tell. And a lot of guys are out with fish hawk units, so they can tell us what the depths are and, and what the temperature is of depths. And that's been sort of a, uh, uh, an interesting thing, because when we have a northeast wind, it can be 60 degrees down to 80, 90 feet. Uh, it's uh, it's just amazing how that warm water piles up. Uh, and then we get a, we'll have a west wind now, so our southwest wind, and that'll blow the water to the north shore. And, of course, Grand Marais, being across the lake, will be cool like we are during a northeaster. Uh, but we'll be quite warm here. So it's, uh, you know, just interesting. Lake Superior is its, its own environment and all by itself. Yeah. Uh, should the Lake Superior, at least our end, the corner, as you called it, should that be turning on for fish now? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you for a second. Okay, should that be turning on our corner of Lake Superior? Oh, it's great. Fishing is good. Uh, it's been great all summer. Big cohos, uh, big chinooks. Uh, uh, some fellows called the other day. They're over in the Brule, yeah. and uh, they uh, they caught some chinooks in the river. Uh, and we, we've seen chinooks, you know, in the in the twenty to uh, twenty five pound class, and we haven't had that in decades. Wow. Uh, a lot of cohos in the in the in the uh, you know six pound, seven pound. Uh, even as much as eight pounds, so the fish are just big, and uh, and the lake trout are now in this end of the lake are pretty much on the bottom. Most people are trolling right on the bottom for them. But but overall, fishing is is terrific, and uh, we have uh, we have almost uh, five weeks left in the lake trout season, so this will be a little longer season than usual. So this will be good. Jared Houston was just in the studio, and I chatted with him for a couple of seconds, and basically he said fishing is real good right now. Yes, fishing is good everywhere. Crappies are big. Yep. Uh, I don't know why the fish are so big uh, compared to, you know, the last year uh, and the year before, but fish are, are large. I mean, they're in good shape, and, and we're doing pretty good with them. We uh, mm-hmm. we uh, 
catching. I mean, even in like Iron Lake and stuff, sometimes yeah. the walleyes are quite large for what we're used to seeing there. So it's uh, it's been good. Been a good summer. Um, Ross, you ought to fish in my boat with my son. We're getting six inches. <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot of those too. <laughs> we got a lunker one day. It was, uh, uh, I think it was nine inches. That's a lunker in our boat. Keep moving. You'll get bigger. <laughs> I know. I know. We do. We do. We go. We've got our thing. In fact, uh, he's got names for him. He's got uh, Rick's Mesa, uh, the Certit Stretch. Well, you can imagine what there, where that is. Uh, the Secret Rock Pile. And there's always boats on it. And then there's uh, Puppy Potty Point. <laughs> you know what that's for. Yeah, I do indeed. Yeah, you've had a dog out in the lake. But uh, we always go there because the dog needs to. Then we cast for bass. We usually get one or two that way. Bass. Cool. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Uh, I think everybody's got names for their places. So, um, some good deals at Marine General. Okay, just point of information, the Isle Royal Boater Association annual meeting coming up September 14th. If uh, if you need to know who to call to get re- reservations and let them know you're coming, uh, we got it all up at the store. Give us a call. We'll tell you who to call. It uh, should be a good time, and uh, it'll be up at Clearwater where it's always been before, so we'll have some prizes up there and things like that. Other than that, we're going to run... Uh, we're going to run uh, through Labor Day here and into next week. All the ski tubes are half price. The water skis, the the wakeboards, all that kind of stuff. Life jackets. Uh, we sold ten kayaks yesterday. Fred's got them on on right on the bottom type of pricing. So uh, we're trying to move stuff up because we we took in winter boots. We took in some augers the other day. And the warehouses are all getting set up for winter. So eventually we'll have to make the conversion in the store. So we're trying to move all that stuff out. If you're looking for uh, um, if you're looking for deals on rods and reels and electronics, uh, we, we've got some more of those uh, um, uh, Garmin uh, $1,199 machines, the 93 SV, for $699. Uh, there, there's so much inventory and so many good deals out there. I'm buying as much as I can afford to buy, passing the savings on to people. So if you want to buy combos at half price, want to buy rods and get reels at no charge, uh, we got lots of that going on right now. It's going to be fun for the next next couple of months. Oh, boy, it'll be snowing next time. Well, a couple of months. <laughs> okay, Russ, keep a tight okay. line. Thank you very okay. much. Okay, bye-bye. Russ Francisco at Marine General, 15th Avenue East, London Road, Upper Side. Minnesota DNR, the fish and wildlife uh, outfit down in St. Paul. They don't fish a lot in St. Paul. Oh, yeah, well. The people that work there used to fish. <laughs> They're reminding deer hunters about the lottery application, the mm-hmm. deadline, September 7th. It's about six days away. Yeah, that's coming up quick. It'll be a Saturday next, not tomorrow, but mm-hmm. the next day. So if you uh, want to get in on the lottery for the favorite area, the antlerless permits and stuff, better get a hold of the DNR. Go on their website. They've got all kinds of information, so much so that it... Blows your mind away. Wow. All right, 921. We'll be right back. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. You ever been there? Alabama? Uh, I've probably been through there. Probably basic training. On the way to Florida. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Oh, Florida. Whatever happened to Florida? Well, a lot of it got hit by uh, Hurricane Idalia just uh, this past week. 
Where did they come One up with One hurricane that? after another, basically, down there. It just depends where it's going to hit in the state. It's kind of interesting how the I storms have been so... Uh, that's capital I. Yeah. Uh, have been uh, torturing that peninsula oh, down there. Oh, you might have something there. Ian? Hmm. Yeah. Stay away from the eyes. The eyes have it. When you name them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they retire that name. There you go. Uh, Johnny Charlstrom, top of the morning to you. Good morning. Busy day? Uh, yeah. It's a big final holiday of the summer season. And, uh, yeah, yesterday was a good day. Good. Well, I uh, was talking to Russ about our secret places on the various lakes. Um, Island Lake, I have to be honest, the last couple of weeks, very small fish. Oh. That's me. Uh, the biggest one probably would have been a rock bass that was that big. All that, right. That big. <clears throat> Were they too small for, uh, for eating? Rock bass? No, no, the the walleyes. Oh, I mean, oh yeah, small. yeah. I mean, were they? Yeah. Just not not close to the keeping size. No, I I know the DNR wants you to keep what is it uh, under ten? Uh, under uh, under fifteen. Is it or, really? Or, uh-huh. uh, let me look. Let me look that one up. Yeah, I better. You better. Yeah, we've. We just, I, in my heart, I just can't keep, uh, you know, one that small. And um, so we, we let him go. Uh, and I think, and we'll ask uh, Johnny when he gets off the computer there. I got a hunch here, John, that the nightcrawler bite might be diminishing. I think we're going to minnows now. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to get in the fall and... Uh, I mean, it doesn't feel like it, but uh, according to the calendar, it's fall. Yeah. Fish but, uh, yeah, the minnow bite usually gets going. Island Lake, all walleyes 15 to 20 inches must be immediately released. Okay. So 10 of them for a possession limit under 15. So mm. 15 to 20 must be released, and you can have one in your mix over 20 inches, but... You don't have to worry about that one because we're going to get one over 20 inches. Uh, I think I had one a couple of decades ago. (laughs) Uh, I think if I caught a 15, that would have been a lunker lately. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, if they're they're too small to knock a fillet off, if they're like, yeah, those 14s wouldn't be bad, but, yeah, you start getting those 11s and 12s, it's like, yeah, we'll come back and get you next year. Yeah, that's exactly how we feel. But we've been getting a, a lot of fish, including a couple, three sunfish every day. And that's kind of cute, but boy, are they small. Yeah. Yeah, when you've been fishing with, uh, with all them worms, definitely you're going you're gonna to get into some of those sunnies. Well, yeah, and we went out on the lakes. Uh, several lakes with just night crawlers, so we are doomed to small, small fish. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like you're in the water. I did just walk by the minnow tanks. 
I'm just admiring the shiners. I haven't seen shiners in my tanks for, uh, oh boy, it's been, I think it's been over a month. Good. The, the, uh, we got a, we got a full bin of golden shiners, and uh, I think that'll be a, a nice treat for the uh, Labor Day weekend here. I remember one day uh, I stopped in, I wanted to get some shiners, and your mom was there. And she said, oh, I was hoping you'd stop in. I've got a special shiner for you. It was a goldfish. <laughs> a bonafide oh, wow. orange shiner goldfish. Well, And I don't know if it was just an abnormal fish or he ate the wrong minerals. Um, I know there was, there was some... Uh, there was some, I think it's kind of a, an albino. Oh. I know there was some, some orange goldfish-looking chubs that we were seeing, and, and this was years ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and there was there was some place where I don't I don't know if that was some uh, some breeding program that somebody did or what, but there was a, an area where they were getting. Uh, a large number of these um, orange-colored uh, chubs, huh. and yeah, the, the uh, people love them. Oh, they're and cute! Yeah, I can't did, remember if it caught deep, anything. The fish like them. Okay. For for things that they really really show up in the water, and that's yep. probably not a great thing for them as far as the yeah. nature goes. It probably dooms their progeny. Yeah. Um, we had a neighbor. Uh, when we first moved up to Secret Lake, we were both on a budget. You know, you just you just built a house, and here you are. And gee, a dollar for a dozen minnows in 1989. So uh, he had a net, and we would walk the shoreline of Secret Lake and net a bunch of small fish. And you can imagine, Johnny, what what we got there: bullheads after bullheads after bullheads. Oh <laughs> yeah. And uh, even stepped on a Mad Tom or something that had a terrible antler on it. But we did yeah. manage to get some fish that turned out to be good bait. Um, now, did we need a license to do that? I I don't think so. I think like under under your um, normal fishing license, like you can you can buy one of these uh, small minnow traps and throw it in your yeah. Your, your water, and you can use some of your own minnows. I think uh, the part where the like the commercial bait dealer license comes in, if if you have a if you have such an abundance of minnows that it's like more than thirty dozen, then a, a warden can say, yeah, that's a commercial activity, and you need a okay need a special license for it. But for yeah, a couple. There are a couple of neighbor kids that want to go and 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 pull a pull a, a net on their own property on a lake. That's, I don't think there's any crime there. Yeah, we only did it a couple of times, and we realized this is a pain in the beeswax, and Charleston's had better bait anyway. So the heck with this. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you didn't have to step on any more net toms. Oh man, yeah, we'll go get you. Ah, yeah, we <clears throat> we're walking around with bare feet and. Somebody stepped on one, and then a little bit later another. So we ran up and put shoes on. And heck with this. Yeah, yeah. Those. those that's like a. That's like a little porcupine. Yeah. Ouch. 
Uh, it, it, yeah, it's really a, a bad thing. Okay, nice article in the newspaper about you and what we talked about last Friday with the... Uh, yeah, the crossbows. Crossbows, yeah. yeah. Tell us more. Yeah, yeah that was uh, that was really interesting. Duluth uh, News wanted to come up and do a story on the crossbows, and so I, I, I made the reporter and the, and the photographer both shoot the crossbow, and, and they, they had fun, and then they took a picture of me shooting it, and, and uh, yeah, it was a good time. Nice to get some exposure for sure. the, some of the products that are out there now, and the, that we have a, a rule change, and for some people, they're not too excited about it, but for for those of us that want to go and take a crossbow out for a few days this fall, that's a, it's a brand new opportunity. Yep, that was a good article. He did you well. Uh, I had a couple of comments uh, about that at the boat landing the other day. Um, how one of the questions was a crossbow, and is it like I'm an expert? But he told me to ask you how much how much oomph does that have compared to a rifle? Comparing it to a rifle, boy, that's I I I really wouldn't know. How you could compare the two? I mean, I know like when we when we shoot them through a chronograph that shows the speed, oh. like a uh, like a, a rifle could be a couple thousand feet per second, and yep. the crossbow is going to be about like four hundred and thirty, four hundred forty feet per second. But and then a regular. Compound hunting bow yeah. uh, typically is going to be about another hundred plus less than that, so but, probably like three hundred feet. But the arrow or the bolt is a lot heavier on the crossbow. Um, probably pretty close to the same. Oh. Most of the regular compound arrows these days, they're they're not as stout, but they're um, twice as long. Okay. So if you if you weight them out, they're probably going to be pretty close. But uh, definitely, arrows made to be shot out of a crossbow, they're kind of built to the hilt. They're heavy, heavy duty, and they're made to handle a whole lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The article was interesting. Uh, it was a John Meyer that did the article. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, good guy. He's yeah. an outdoor guy. He really, he really knows his stuff. But uh, the accuracy, and I think you mentioned that last Friday, the accuracy of uh, the fancy bows are better than just a string bow. Yeah, the on um, these uh, these modern. Yeah, these these modern crossbows, it's it's a lot more like shooting a, a rifle than yeah. it is a, a a regular bow. And you you take them in and you dial them in with the with the scope setter on them. And um, if if you can shoot a rifle and 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 get a nice pattern, uh, you sure can do the same thing with one of these crossbows. It's very simple. Yep. Well, I tried it with my wife. I think it was Christmas, maybe a birthday, 10, 12 years ago. 
We, I got a bale of hay with a target on it and a, a pretty cheap fiberglass bow and arrow combo, you know. And uh, she shot it a couple of times and said, that's it. All done. <laughs> a granddaughter came in and she ate it up all week long that she stayed with us. She was out there firing that thing. And she got pretty good oh. from five, 50 oh, paces. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, she... That's... And then she went back to Delaware. She was here for a hockey camp. So she goes back to Delaware, and uh, what's his name? Biden got elected. Turns out that she lived about two blocks from the Biden estate. Oh, wow. Yeah. Rush with with greatness. Well, she said she went bicycle riding with him, so... I I wanted pictures, but she swore up and down. She has been. Okay, um, what else is going on up your way? N- not much. Uh, no, the other big thing going on is yeah. September 1st. Uh, welcome to processing season. It is bear season. And so oh. as we speak, people are already in the woods hunting. It's a little bit hot for that, but... Season opener is the season opener. Mm. So the butcher shop, the, the the lights are turned on. We got the power on to the freezers and the coolers. And uh, I'm waiting for my first bear to come in for processing. And uh, my guess is we'll probably see one tonight about a hour after sundown. Yeah. Do you know who it might be? Probably my cousin Troy, because <laughs> he is a he, he's got a he's got one in his bait, and if it comes into his bait tonight, it should be lights out. All right. Speaking of lights, what are your hours at Charlestrom's? Bait shop opens every morning at six o'clock. We close down eight o'clock, and archery opens at nine. Also closes down at eight, and then we, uh, except for the with Sundays, uh, we we shut her down an hour, hour early and close it at seven. Oh. And and for these bear hunters, um, if they got a bear, even if it's after hours, call the shop. I live here with next to the phone, and we'll, we'll pick up and we'll find out where you're at and when you're going to be here with your bear. I got one more question. I still have about two dozen uh, night crawlers left in a, a bedding box in the cooler refrigerator. Yeah. What should I feed them? Well, they're on bedding right now, and yep, the bedding is they're good on that for a couple of weeks, and then after that, if you wanted to, if you had some, if you could put a, a fresh scoop or two of some. Uh, rich topsoil. Oh, they would. Uh, they'd probably go crazy for that. They like that. Okay, good. They'll be happy then when I get home. I'll do it. Johnny, thank you very much for the extended visit. You bet. Take care. Yeah, we missed out on Pat Kukul. I guess she's out uh, preparing to hunt, or uh, that could be I something. Don't know. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll be back and see what else is going on today. knew that was it. <laughs> For all the Mustang drivers. Ever have one? Nah, I never did, no. Um, 
I don't think I've ever driven one. Hmm. I've ridden in one, I guess. That's the closest yeah. I've ever come. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the guy that I was thinking of that had one had the super-duper engine oh, in it. You yeah, could yeah. squeal every tire. <laughs> you got ticket that long. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Hey, let's get back to the frenzy. Dave Miller at Northwest Outlet and Superior. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dave. And good morning to everybody out there. And and yeah, it is a little bit of a frenzy right now because everybody's <laughs> going someplace. Yep. Too fast, actually. They're going way too fast. You know, I, I cannot believe how quick this summer went. And and, and there's a, a bunch of things that kind of affected how yeah. it went. But but it, it's just, it's incredible. And I Actually, Mary and Scott and I just got back last night from a quick trip up to Ear Falls, Ontario, Ooh. to to help uh, help a friend get a cabin ready to sell and and get things cleaned out. And and boy, I'll tell you, there's some areas when you go up north that uh, there's some really beautiful colors starting to pop already. Oh, and, right. Hey, did you have any trouble crossing the border? No, you know I. I Going into Canada, they asked a couple of questions, and, you know, we're pulling an enclosed trailer and a flatbed trailer. Yeah. Ask a couple of questions, and, hey, have a good trip. And and then coming back, you know, I mean, we got all kinds of household goods and stuff, and and uh, never even looked in the trailers at all or anything. I, I must have a good record or something, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I was I was really, um, you know, impressed with the good questions and, and and you can tell they're kind of double checking, you know, you know, asking questions and stuff. But but it was uh, it was nice and easy going both ways. I had like a fellow that uh, a buddy that was building a place. Uh, was it on an island? No, it was up north. It was up north uh, north of International Falls, <clears throat> and uh, he had a tr- flatbed loaded with lumber that he was going to you know fix up his cabin or dock or something. And they were kind of unhappy about that, going into Canada. <laughs> we sell this up here, you know. Uh, yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, and, and they're going to probably get their duty on it too. But, ah. but uh, yeah, no, it, it was it was good, and it was gorgeous trip. You know, beautiful water and stuff up there. It, it's a long ways away, man. It was eight <laughs> hours from home to up there and and it's like oh you know we could have gone to island lake <laughs> <laughs> did you have trouble with the smoke up there no no the the first night the moon was absolutely incredible the second night it was orange and it yeah. was beautiful too but no you know i was really surprised not uh not really an issue with snow at all and or snow with the uh, smoke at all but the uh, you know water was good the, the guys were having a little hard time fishing they were saying because oh. they were they were finding them deep but then there was a point in time where the the one fellow that I talked with said that that they just they they were catching some fish and then they weren't and they started moving in you know in and out trying to find them and they they found that they were kind of moving into shallower water as mm-hmm. the, as the day progressed. But um, yeah, there and and I was kind of surprised there wasn't wasn't the volume of boats and fishermen. I mean, definitely there were, but. That and and the other thing I didn't see or hear up there this time was a lot of float planes flying in and out, you know, ah. for the the backcountry camp. So, and the one fella that had a resort up there said that he closed his resort early, but not because of the traffic as much as the water was really low and access to his lodge was kind of difficult with the low water. So, yeah, uh, you know, things well, change, but. But back here and and stuff now, it's like that that last weekend to get out camping, to get out 
doing some sort of sport and stuff. It's happening. Yeah. Who was the uh, TV character, Emily Latella, who would say, it just goes to show you it's always something? <laughs> it is always something. And, you know, it's like here we got our big, you know, our our, our final markdown on all of this, the summer stuff. And, and it's 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 going down but boy there's there's discounts up to 60 percent off on a lot of the columbia north face uh, uh under armor the like you know the the sand all the summer footwear the summer hats and stuff um tents so we got uh, sales going on on all kinds of different camp and stuff and and we're, we're just really working hard now trying to get ready for all of the fall and winter stuff that's been coming in and going to keep coming in so um, don't know. I actually haven't even been out on the floor yet to look and see, but we've got, uh, I know we got the sales stuff. That's the right now for people that want good deals and, and having a great weekend. This is the time to do it. You bet it is. Uh, we've been blessed by some very nice weather and it's not going to last forever. It, you know, it's not going to last for a long time, but boy, looking at the forecast, it looks like it's going to last for a while. I just, I really hope that we get some more rain here because it is dry out. We had a surprise shower. What's today? Probably Tuesday. Okay. Um, okay. I was kind of looking at my phone radar. Yeah, you know. right. <laughs> All of a sudden, boom, thunder. It popped up. It popped. Yeah. We got two-tenths of an inch, and that's a lot of rain all of a sudden. Pull, <laughs> throw the lid back on the hot tub. Let her fill up, right? <laughs> Do you have a hot tub? No, no, oh, but I know you got one. So, I uh, do. Yeah. I love it. Yep, yep, yeah. It's I, I'm a sauna guy. But, okay. Uh, it's and I, I, you know, I, I have to say I probably get uh, I probably get 28 saunas a month in. And really, do you do yeah. you shower afterwards, please? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it. I mean, it. It just feels good. I sleep better and and. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's a worthwhile thing, a good thing to do. I, uh, well, I think I better have to go here. What are your hours yeah. in Northwest Outlet? I kind of figured that was coming. Yeah. We are open Saturday, <laughs> let's see, first of all, Monday through Friday, 9 to uh, 6. Uh, this Saturday we're open until 1, if I remember right. Uh, yeah, till 1, um, it, because of the weekend, and it just gets really quiet in the afternoon. And then uh, closed on Sundays, but then we're clo- and we're closed on Monday, Labor Day Monday. Everybody's got to get out and yeah. enjoy and have fun. So everybody have a great week out there. There's still ticks around, so keep checking and have fun with those kids. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. I'm going to let this play. Who is this? Connie Francis, <clears throat> the queen of rock and roll, as they say. Who said that? I don't know. Connie Francis. Connie Francis. Her agent. I guess she was for a while. Yeah. 20 minutes. So there you go, vacation time. B-A-C-A-T, not on vacation, <laughs> Matt King. Uh, good morning, Matt. Good morning. How are we doing today? Pretty good. I just wonder, uh, when you got hooked up with this Fisherman's Corner thing, did you realize it was a 24-hour-a-day job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, sometimes it's, it, I think it's, it's 25 hours. Oh. <laughs> but uh, you know what, that's, that's what we're in here for, and uh, you know what, that's, it is what it is. Uh, 
you know, and then there's some days where uh, you can maybe sneak out and, uh, you know, for for a couple hours and go do something. So yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, but it's fun. You know, somebody said to me the other day, uh, uh, he said, uh, you know, I don't need to go work anywhere, but I'd come up and work for you for a little bit because, uh. you know, once in a while if you need someone because, I don't think what you do is called work when you get to talk about hunting and fishing all the time. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we, don't tell people that. They might replace me with a computer. <laughs> what I do. You know, it's a lot of fun. It is yeah. kind of tough to get up, though, at, you know, at 6 in the morning to come down here. And you get even earlier hours. Yes, we do. Uh, it was up at 3.30 this morning. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, it is, it, it's, it's fun. We're getting into fall season, you know, so uh, changing of the season and, you know, we're, we're all changed around on the store. We got uh, all that. And so it's been fun, you know, talking to people on what they're doing and, you know, bear season was opens today. Yeah. Uh, so that's going this morning. It'd be a little warm for me if I was sitting in a tree, but, uh, you know what? The mornings aren't too bad. It's kind of cool. Have but, you hunted bear before? Bears. I haven't. No, nope, I haven't. I uh, never got into that. Um, hunt a lot of things, but not uh, not bears. So. I guess it would come down to, hmm, if I get one, what am I going to do with it? Yeah, and right now you better get it going pretty quick. Yeah. With this kind of heat yeah. and in that big coat that they got, you got to get that meat cooled down. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of guys that are very passionate about it. Um and uh, they like it, and so, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Everybody's got their thing that they really like, right? And so, uh, yeah, but we the guys have been struggling, though. Uh, guys coming in, there's been a few that have had some good luck with uh, the baiting, but a lot of guys saying that uh, the bears just aren't hitting the bait very good, and I think that's because of how many berries and nuts yeah. and stuff are in the woods, you know. Yeah, I, I think I saw a story uh, on that uh, from the state, how happy the bears are. They're doing the garbage cans as much, at least I've heard. Uh, they used to just invade in the when things are low in the woods. Right, right. And then this year, the berry crop and yeah. the, the acorns and things like that have been yeah. just great for them. So they don't need to go forage for food, uh, you know, like they would if, like you say, when the, when the berry crop is low and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of years ago, that berry crop was really low. Uh, and boy, did, we went through bear bait like crazy because the bears were just eating the bait. Uh, but not not the last couple of years. The, the berries have been good, and so it's been a little different. But, we've, uh, yeah, we've got a high bush cranberry thing uh, along our driveway. It seems to be, well, we've never seen a bear there, but the deer we've seen standing up on their back feet to get up there. Sure, sure. How about the grouse? Do they go up there and uh, pick oh, away at it? Obviously, yeah. I should have mentioned that. <laughs> we have grouse, and they uh, they like that tree. Yep. Yeah, that, that's uh, if you if you can find a few of those uh, out, you know, on different spots, uh, and and when you're grouse hunting, you'll you'll do well usually if you can hang around those things. Yeah. Well, we got two weeks to scout for that. Yep, that's coming up. Uh, we got a lot of things. Uh, the tomorrow is uh, early goose and early teal season, mm. um, so that's opening up. Um, you know, tis the season here. We're uh, dipping into fall, and you know the mornings feel like it. Um, it's cool, but there's still uh, 
still a lot of fishing to be done. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going through a ton of crawlers right now. Uh, and I think this weekend, you know, it's the last uh, holiday weekend here before the kids go back to school. So I think it'll be pretty good. And fishing's still been good. So um, I suspect we'll have quite a few people in uh, buying bait and tackle and heading out for the one of the last trips of the year. I uh, have a lot of crawlers. Um but we used them last week, and all we were getting was small, dinky, under-the-limit, I don't know, everything from sunfish to crappies and uh, rock bass. I was thinking it, I might want to change to a minnow. Oh, sure, yeah. And that's that's this time of the year, right, it kind of converts back over. Sure. And uh, we started uh, uh, running, uh, you know, quite a bit, quite a bit going through a lot more minnows here right now. Um compared to what it was, say, you know, three or four weeks ago. And the, and the real good part, too, is we're back in stock with light pike and light northern yeah. on a regular basis, so we're not uh, low on those. So I'm hoping that's a good uh, sign for the winter, too, that we'll get into the ice fishing season and we'll have a bunch. Um, because those are, you know, it's a pretty sought-after minnow by a lot of guys. And uh, yeah. and now we've got them, and uh, we're selling quite a few. And, yeah, there's uh, crappie fishing is going to start up here pretty good here, too, over the next month, month and a half. Uh, you know, guys will start hitting those. And, uh, yeah, fishing's, uh, fishing's still good. It was, a, I think, one of the better summers that it's been in a while for fishing. I was, I was just having a memory uh, flash here. I don't know. I don't know if it was an uncle, a cousin, or my grandfather, but we had a group of people on a lake, and we were putting. He had bought a can of corn, at a festival, you know, uh, and we'd put that on the hook, lower down there, and catch. I don't. I can't remember what they were. A very small fish. That would be. A, I've never seen it done up here. This was in Missouri. You ever seen that up here? Uh, but. Uh... You know, I've caught uh, bluegills and stuff on, like, bacon and everything else. So, really? You know, yeah, just put, uh, you know, I don't know. You, 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 sometimes I think uh, the best thing to do is think outside the box. Oh. And uh, don't 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 use the the norm of what other people are doing sometimes, I think, is a is a way to really, uh, I don't know, you can up your, up your chances of catching things sometimes. I used a salamander once. Really? I haven't done that one. Uh, I think I got the idea from a Linder magazine about 30, 40 years ago. I, sure. I hooked him through the lips, brought him up to breathe every once in a while. Yeah. Strandberg's <laughs> laughing. you got to like your salamander. Be kind to them. And something grabbed it and ran around for a long time before the line broke. Don't have any idea what it was. Could be a nice northern or a muskie, muskie maybe or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, it was on Pokegama Lake, Grand Rapids. Sure. Wendigo oh. Arm. But it was in you the know, in the weedy area. Right. I mean, we throw a lot of things for like bass and muskies and stuff. Like, right. I, I mean, they got yeah. lures that look like birds and everything else. Yep. So, um, <laughs> you know, and that's not out of the realm. They do eat those. So, um, you know, you never know what. Uh, what you might use and what you might catch on that, uh, the item you throw out there. Uh Oh, I hear music in the background. Some good deals at Fisherman Corner? All the guns are on sale from today through Labor Day. Wow. uh, All the way up to $100 off. And then we got all our uh, 
whole bunch of fishing things on sale the end of the year, but the blaze orange and camel uh, hunting stuff is all 20% off here through the weekend also. So a lot of good sales, and uh, come on up and check it out. We'll be here all weekend. Matt, thank you very much. Matt King, Fisherman's Corner, Pike Lake. When you're going to the lake, good place to stop. Dave, thank good, you for good your Good place help to be today. in the hot weekend, so oh. beyond the lake. You want to go swimming? Or in the lake. There you go. Want to go swimming? Yeah, there you go.